It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cammie Carlisle. Hi, Ryan. Finally, Friday, and today in the studio, we have realtors Misha Curry and Leslie Polensky from Giving Realty in the studio today. Welcome, ladies. How are you? Hi. We're good. How are you? Good. I'm excited us. that you're here. We are super excited to be here. Good. Well, before we get into the crazy housing market and all things realty, tell us a little bit about yourselves, each one of you, if you would, kind of your backstory. Are you from Omaha, and how did you get into becoming a realtor? Um, yeah, I'll start. Um, this is Misha, and I actually was an elementary school teacher for about 10 years. Mm. I taught um, kindergarten and first grade, and then I have two little kids at home that I ended up staying home with for a while, um, and when they got into school, I really thought about what I wanted to do next and what that looked like, maybe going back into teaching. I didn't quite know. Um, And then I had a great friend, Leslie, who's here with me today, that um, started down the real estate path, and she was just kind of nudging me and saying, hey, why don't you check this out? Mm -hmm. Never thought I would be a real estate agent, um, but there is a really cool brokerage, Giving Realty, which we'll tell you a little bit more about further in the show, but um, just their model and the way that they connect and give back to the community really resonated with me, Um, and so I thought I'd give it a chance and have had a lot of fun and, um, yeah, really liked um, making an impact not only in the housing market but in the community. Excellent. And uh, hello, this is Leslie. (laughs) Um, I am from a small town out in more central Nebraska called Mm -hmm. Holdridge. And I um, came to Lincoln for college, and I went to school for music education. And I went there for, um, you know, the four- to five-year plan, Uh um, which took me six years. (laughs) I get that. Oh, I get that. (laughs) Uh, But then I... uh, be, I taught music for a couple years, and my husband was also a music teacher. And then um, he ended up taking a position with Edward Jones. Mm-hmm. And so then we moved to Western Nebraska again, uh-huh. and he opened an office there. But we just loved the Papillion kind of Sarpy Omaha community. So as soon as we had a chance, we came back this way. And he's now with First National, oh, um, okay. financial advisor there. And I. You know, I was a teacher, but then I left to move out west and kind of got displaced because in small towns, the music teacher stays for their entire yes, life. You're <laughs> so right. It was difficult to find a position, so I kind of got into subbing and teaching piano lessons. And then we moved back here, and I um, felt uh, like I kind of want to try real estate. My best friend growing up, her parents were realtors, and they, in our small town, they were just really amazing people, kind of pillars in the community sure. and mm-hmm. um, really involved. And so I just thought that was a really, it just seemed like a really great business. And I really enjoyed, um, we'd flipped a couple houses, my husband ah, and I, and uh-huh. so I kind of got a taste of real estate. Um, and so all of that together, I finally decided to um, go ahead and get my license and Give it a try, but it wasn't until I found Giving Realty that I actually decided to start. Ah. So that part we'll get to later, but yeah. Um, And then kind of going back to real estate with Misha, I 
we've been friends for a long time. Uh-huh. Doing anything on your own is kind of lonely. <laughs> yeah. And I really like being part of a team. So I was kind of like, hey, you want to do something? Cool. She's very entrepreneurial mm-hmm. minded. And so I thought, let's try this together and see how it goes. So we decided to go in. We split all of our commission 50-50. Nice. Um, and we service all of our clients together fully, 100%. So everybody that uses Misha and I essentially get um, two people for the yeah. same price as what they would yep. get one. That is awesome. So, yeah. That is very cool. We just so, want to make sure that, yeah, we're available for our clients. And real estate's a lot of nights and weekends, you know. Yes, it is. And, and, and you better come look right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we want to make sure that we're always available. And having two people really frees up that Yes, time. I could see that. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you both have been realtors before the craziness of this whole housing market started this year, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you know what times are like normally and then now not normally. Right. Right. I would say yes, um, but we did kind of get in right at the cusp of things getting crazy. Oh, okay. Because um, COVID, I mean, twenty end of 2019, early 2020. Yep. Um, and that was about when I really started to really kind of sink my heels in and, mm-hmm. and go for it. Um, and so we really have had an odd experience because we kind of came in at the cusp of everything changing. Yeah. But yeah. It's like the wild west out there. Yeah. I just bought a house. We'll get back to that. But yeah, that was, that was more than I expected. Yeah. And we've experienced, you know, being on the other side of real estate Mm -hmm. because we both had purchased multiple homes Mm -hmm. and, you know, in Mm -hmm. the earlier markets. So this was definitely... A shock to us coming oh, I into the way things have been. But we've so. learned a lot. Uh-huh. And so now we're going to know both sides really right. well. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Good. Well, the remarkable thing about giving re- realty to me is that you all donate 10% of your commissions to local nonprofits of the client's choice. When mm-hmm. I first met you a couple of months ago and you told me that, I was like, I just bought a house. What? I could help somebody with my purchase. No regrets. But I just love that. So how did that even come to be? I mean, whose idea was that? And how does that happen? Um, there's a lot of layers to that. It is a model that is pretty popular in on the coast. Oh, so you see okay. that in, in Nebraska, you know, we know everything kind of trickles to us sure. <laughs> after it starts there. Um, but the brokerage is owned by or started by two women. And they came from very philanthropic families and families that that was just built into their, you know, what they do as a family. They give back, they serve in the community. And so they were both um, involved in different careers. One was a teacher and one worked kind of in the corporate world. And they saw how they could really do business differently. Um, so they researched, I think, what were the two main ones? They researched one in Texas and one in Colorado, one in Colorado to really form their model here. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, started it based on that. And they just really believe that it's a charge to the community. Um, if every business just had that built into their model, mm-hmm. how things could look a lot different for the communities. Right. So we're not waiting until the end of the year to see how much we've made. It was, was it a successful year, you know, and then giving a percentage is just every transaction and that's our commissions. So that's not their, a portion of their sale or anything. That's the, the, brokerage and the real estate agents commissions that we are taking a portion of and giving to their 
Okay, so does the purchaser of the home then get to decide? Correct. The nonprofit? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and do they get to pick any nonprofit, or how does that work? It has to be a 501c3. Okay. Nebraska. Sure. Um, Those are the stipulations. Occasionally, they've made allowances for um, something out of state, but that's... That's only happened, I think, one or two times because we really encourage it to be local. Yeah, um, totally. And so that's uh, typically that's the stipulation. And yeah, but they get to choose. That's a pretty wide. How do they react? I mean, do they come to you knowing this is part of what you offer? Or have you had clients that are like, what? I get it. What? That's super cool. I mean, how do they feel? How do they react? Sometimes I think that um, some of them choose giving realty, choose the brokerage based on the model, and Mm -hmm. that's really important to them. Some people choose us, Leslie and I, just because of connections or word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then when we tell them that, it's just like icing on the cake, you know, a little extra. And, oh, my gosh, you know, well, I wanted to work with you guys. I like what you're doing, but you're telling me this is, you know, an addition to that. Mm -hmm. So they're very excited about it. 501c3. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people could buy a house and donate to Radio Talking Book Service, theoretically. Right. They totally could. And <laughs> okay. they should. Ooh, I like where this is going. Okay. <laughs> so again, I just bought a house and I wish I had known about this because I would have obviously really, I don't know, I'd probably give it to here, but yeah. <laughs> so you're statewide. When you get a realtor's license, is it always for the state or is it just for the city or county or how does that work? Um, It generally is for the state, yes. And so we can also carry licenses in other states. Uh Um, And Leslie and I are working on getting our license in Iowa and some of the close surrounding states, too. So We do. Yeah, we have quite a few clients who are interested in, especially like the Council Bluffs area, Glenwood. Uh Because you can get a pretty... A lot more for Good cheap. price yeah, over yeah, there. I said it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We were thinking about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a lot cheaper over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it is. So how does that work with the housing market? So just across the river, it's more affordable. But over on this side of the river, it is nuts. Things are so overpriced. Is it still happening like that? Um We'll encourage you guys a little bit. We're seeing some of that level out in some of the ways that we've seen that. um, Some of the evidence of that is houses are staying on the market longer. So they're making it through the weekend. Um, They're staying, you know, for sometimes multiple weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also seeing price drops. Okay. So... People are still wanting to get these, you know, large amounts for their homes. However, people aren't wanting to pay that because the interest rates are going up. And so we'll see, you know, that that price tag come across and it's pretty large. And then after a couple of days or a week, it'll drop. So price drops, houses staying on the market longer. Um, Anything you want to add to that, Leslie? Yeah, I think just in general, less intense bidding wars. Mm -hmm. So some of the crazy things that we were seeing in the offers, Mm -hmm. like it pretty much was every single time you put in an offer, you had to do these specific three things or you weren't even going to be considered. And we're starting to see some of those fall off. And so overall, I think it's a really good sign that things are turning around and leveling out. Um, and the interest rates do seem high mm-hmm. to people, but that's just because they were so historically low. Right. right. So, okay, that's good to hear because yeah. when we were looking, it was so, I was just kept saying to myself, what are we doing? <laughs> why are we, why are we doing this right now? Well, just as the way it worked out, we had the money and the time was now, right. but our, when we were making bids, we must've looked at over a hundred houses, mm. big ones, small ones, any, anything you can think of, we looked at, right. And 
we ended up, it was the ninth bid that we put in. I think we finally got it. Mm. And each time we were being outbid by just a huge amount of money, Mm. cash. Mm. And then we found out, oh, it's those people from Ohio buying up all the houses. Yep. Yeah. And you were looking in the area where they were buying up all what the houses. What is that about? <laughs> Has this always happened and we're just now aware of this, that outside people are buying up? Or is this a new thing? I think it's always happened to some extent, but now more than ever, um, there is a company, a specific one in Ohio, that is coming and buying um Homes that generally would fall maybe in the first time home buyer range mm-hmm. or, um, you know, and then making them rental properties. Right, that nobody can afford. Correct. <laughs> and I feel like we're just spinning our wheels because we're getting all these new apartments around mm-hmm. town and all these new things. But then you look at what rent costs and my mind thinks, who can afford that? That's a mortgage payment. Right, right. And so I feel like, I mean, we do have a housing problem here and lack thereof. Of affordable housing. Mm-hmm. So as realtors, are you looking at the future and are you seeing any kind of like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, can you predict anything? Is this bubble going to burst? Are we going to have affordable housing here? I think the bubble will burst. Okay. Um, historically, it always does. Yep. We just don't know when. I wish we had that that magic power mm-hmm. and <laughs> that superpower to tell you, but we just don't know when. Um, again, with the signs of things leveling out, that is a good sign that, you know, maybe that there will be some more inventory on the market and mm-hmm. some of that will be slowing down. Um, when we saw most of those properties being bought by outside um, resources, it was when the interest rates were so low. So it's going to make that more competitive for them as well. Um, And then we just need to catch up with some building, building newer homes. You know, the area is experiencing a lot of growth. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that during COVID, a lot of people did move from some of those overpopulated cities and they were desiring, you know, a a little bit more space in Mm -hmm. the suburbs and um, the good life here in Nebraska. So um, things will catch up. They will start building more things. Um, Lumber and supplies have started to come down in price, which Mm -hmm. will make um, building more attractive. So then that cycle will start again. People will buy, you know, build new homes and then be able to sell theirs. I hope so. I mean, I just feel worried just about the lack of affordable housing. I mean, Mm -hmm. just, it's just stunning. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a real issue. It is. We're definitely in a housing crisis. Yes. Um, we've spoken with different, um, of the local housing authorities and Mm -hmm. it's, it's not cycling the way that, that it historically has because, and and this company from Ohio is mm-hmm. not helping the cause because typically when investors come in and purchase a home to be leased out, um, they hold on to it for decades. Whereas if it were just a local oh. home buyer, they might hold it for on average seven to eleven years. Right. And so it's um, it's upsetting the cycle that typically happens. Uh And so I know like Habitat for Humanity, there's a bunch of companies in the area who are working on creating some affordable housing, really, really attacking that problem. And also just kind of putting out a plea to, um, to sellers Mm -hmm. to pay attention to who you're selling to. Yes. Because now that we know what's that that's happening, Mm -hmm. we can ask, you can ask your realtor, you can ask who is who is putting this offer in. Is it this company from Ohio? Or is it an investor? Because I want to sell to a person, right? You know, not a company. Yes. And so that would be my advice to people if they're concerned about it as sellers. It's the same thing with 
shopping for food, mm-hmm. go local, you know, yeah. use your local businesses. Yes. Um, so that we can keep the economy moving in the right direction. It's right. the same thing with the housing. So Good. Well, I'm glad to hear there's a lot of people working on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's concerning here mostly because we're in the middle of the universe and we have mm-hmm. cold, cold weather. I yeah. mean, if we were like San Francisco or Los Angeles, obviously it would still be upsetting. But then you have to think, like, with this heat, too, it's like, where do these people go? Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. very upsetting. So back to buying a house. So when we were looking, we couldn't even ask for an inspection. They wanted a clean bid, right? Yep. And to me, at my age, I was like, this seems like nuts. I'm giving you, I'm buying the biggest purchase of my life and I can't have it inspected. Now, of course, we closed and a day later we had the inspection Mm -hmm. and lucky for us, just small fixes. Mm -hmm. So are things, can people get inspections again or are we still looking for clean bids? We've seen that fall off. Um, Oh, good. Yep. So that was crazy. Yeah, I, it it depends. You know, it depends on the house. You know, if it's a house that you walk into and it's staged beautifully and it's really really well kept, mm-hmm. people are going to want it. It's going right. to create that emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. And so, in general, those houses you may still see kind of that competitive like I want this reaction. Oh yeah. Um, but it's it, it is falling off and. And some of those crazy, like, bridging the full appraisal gap and leaving inspections completely. (laughs) It's crazy how quickly it changed, though. It felt Mm -hmm. like three weeks went by and then all of a sudden it was, (laughs) but it was the interest rate. Right. Um, So that, you know, that just made like an overnight difference in people, people's minds, you know, especially what they're willing to to fork over. Sure. Oh, yeah. So for people that are just going out to look either for their first house or maybe somebody needs to get a bigger house, since the market has been so odd lately, but it's getting back maybe a little bit more normal, what suggestions can you offer to people? Like whether it's, you know, you need to have this much money or, I mean, what suggestions can you offer to folks looking for that house? I would say, you know, when it comes to how much money you need to have, find a good lender. Mm -hmm. Um, When it comes to real estate, there are so many professionals that help put that puzzle together. Um, And so if you're really curious, how much do I need to come to the table with? How much are closing costs? What's a good down payment? Your lender will know that. And if they're a good lender, they are researching the market as well. And they know um, what is competitive. And they're usually connected with some good agents that can help them as well. Um, And that's just such a moving target. It's hard to know how much um, to have available um, when it comes to cash. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely have cash. Yep. And a good chunk of it. Yep. And also make sure you plan to not make any large purchases. Right. Between the time that you start the process and get to the closing table. Because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that can throw that off if you decide to buy a car or... I mean, anything that has a hefty price tag, really. right? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if I was, I mean, I would not because houses are expensive right now. Yes. So just wait later to get yes. your dream Camaro. Exactly. Right? Yes. Get yeah. your house first. So when we were looking too, we noticed the trend of all the gray mm-hmm. and it just was like, holy boring. Cause I love colors. Now I get it. You can move in and paint your own walls. Yes. So any new like trends that you're seeing besides that we call it grayish instead of beige, everything is gray now. Yes. Uh-huh. The first thing we did was paint. We love colors. And I was like, I can't, I cannot have a gray house. Yeah. So what are the trends are we seeing out there? What are people really looking for and wanting? 
Um, we see a lot of white walls. And mm-hmm. wallpaper. A lot of white Wall walls. Wallpaper? Yeah. Because they have some fancy peel and stick stuff that you can just, oh. it's like contact paper almost, or like a big sticker, and you just put it on your wall. It doesn't damage it when you pull it off. Oh. And that's like instant color and pattern. And oh. So that. Good um, to know. Lots of white walls, hmm. and then black, um, black windows, yep. black um, fixtures, black hardware, trim. trim. Wow. Um, so. Gosh, we are not with it whatsoever, but okay. I do I think that color, pops of color, is making more of a comeback. With the white. Like, with the white. Yep. Yeah. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. And lots of mixing of textures. And I also think that the open concept might be not as big of a thing as it used to be. I think it... it I you think know. that's because everybody had to work from home and got Maybe. stuck as a yeah. family all together. But we just had even some clients who say, we actually wanted to be separated a little bit more. I didn't like being in my kitchen yeah. or my living room and having to look at the mess in my kitchen. Oh. Um, or somebody walking to my front door and then they can see everything. They can everything. just see everything. Ah, like. yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting, you know, before it was like all open concept this has to be open. You know, I want it open. And that's, I mean, I was there too. And now I'm even kind of personally moving to more, I kind of like it being a little bit separated. You want to still have a good space to have, you know, family yeah. congregate and stuff, but. But still have privacy and yeah. a place to go where you can shut the door. Yes. yes. Right. On like your, your laundry or yes. your, exactly. <laughs> or whatever room whatever. you just don't yeah. want anybody to see. Uh-huh. Shut the door. So giving realty, is that based in Lincoln or here or both? It's based in Lincoln. That's where the brokerage started, but they are branching out to Omaha. That was always their dream is to kind of expand. And so Leslie and I are the first agents um, in the Omaha area. And we both live here and run our business here. Perfect. But if somebody's listening, say, out in Ogallala, and they say, oh my gosh, I want to buy a house and I love giving realty. I love. So they could call you and you go on a road trip and help them. There's a lot or of different ways that we could do of, that. Yep. Yeah, we, we can work with other agents in other towns um, and do some referral type things, um, and they could still close with us, okay. you know, and still do the donation process if sure. we found an agent to agree on that. But yeah, we we are up for a drive. Yeah, totally. I think you know something that I I think the referral thing would be a little bit more realistic. Because I want the local business to go to the local real estate agents. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So if you help somebody, do they get the commission, or how does all that work? Right. So if we, you know, referred someone to a, a realtor in Ogallala, mm-hmm. and then they could pay us a real like a referral fee, okay, essentially. But then they would get the bulk of the commission, and we'd just get a referral fee, you know, from okay. Um, and then did they have to donate the ten percent? They would just follow their brokerages. Yeah, we uh. would do it on our 25%. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, but if someone was really, really excited about giving Realty's model and they wanted us to drive out to Ogallala, I mean, we're a willing party. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Um, yeah. We like to travel. They will, <laughs> they will help you find yeah, a house. for sure. Because we, we resonate with the model, too. So I get how that could be. I love it com- so yeah, much. Compelling. I mean, I'm still like, oh. I mean, I love my realtor. She was just an angel and just so patient. Well, 100 houses, she would have to be. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. Right? And it was like, and it, we were looking at the time, like, you better come now. Yeah. Like, yeah. you need to come right now because there's already 10 people here. Yeah. yeah. And five offers. 
seriously. Right, right. So it was just crazy. But I just love this so much. I mean, it's so generous and so kind and so helpful. And I just think it's the perfect thing to do. And I, I hope more realtors do this or like more companies. Like you exactly. said, if more companies would just help mm-hmm. others yep. and just donate 5%, 10%. I mean, it goes a long way. It does. Especially it does. to people that have nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that, I mean, I don't think either one of us would have signed on to do real estate. I had gone and interviewed at some of the bigger brokerages and I just, it felt very corporate to me. They yeah. were nice people, but it just, I'm from a small town. Uh-huh. I was missing that small town. You help your neighbor. Yep. Kind of the relationship know. piece yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you're involved in the community. You don't just make money off of the community. Right. You're, you're serving, you're doing things in the community. And so, um, I worked in a nonprofit for a while and also both of us being teachers, we couldn't do a business that we weren't proud of. Yeah. And so this element of the business was just, it really resonated with us because it goes beyond the donation. Mm-hmm. Um, we do operate more like a corner bakery that's in our values. Yeah. Um, we try not to refer to, um, people as leads as much as possible. We try to keep, um, people as people and remember sure. that we're dealing with human beings who mm-hmm. have complex situations yep. and, um, and then also we, uh, we really just try to service our clients as a team. Mm-hmm. And we, so like all of the giving realty agents, we're not in competition with each other. Ah. Misha and I do 50, 50, you know, but we have a bunch of other agents in the sure. area and we are just a very supportive team. Yep. Help so, when we can. And- yeah. So I just liked the smaller model and yeah. it just seems very a little more customer service oriented. Mm-hmm, very um, much so. It's actually a real estate boutique is what ah. it's called rather than <laughs> that's a, a trendy word. That's <laughs> what I like. It. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, it gives the idea and the understanding right off the bat that we're smaller and mm-hmm. different and we want to be smaller. Mm-hmm. Right. That's intentional. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I buy a house again, hopefully not for a while because I never want to lift all my heavy books and records ever again. I will definitely call you because I just, again, it's just so kind and generous and just, I don't know, an easy thing to do, right? Yeah. And it's a big purchase. So why not help folks? Absolutely. So we have about three minutes left. Do you guys have any stories that you want to share? Like really like, oh my gosh, we helped this client get this house and then they got to donate and whatever. Any stories like that? Oh, gosh, there's so many. Um, Like, just to kind of sum them up, it's just, it's such an emotional process, you Mm -hmm. know? It's not, you know, buying a car or, you know, this is where you're going to live and you're going to make memories. And so we had a client that um, they were looking for an acreage and they wanted... um, you know, as just a certain type of house and land and they were getting discouraged and they thought, okay, well, we're just going to move into kind of like an in-between house, mm-hmm. like, and then eventually we'll rent it out and sure. we'll just keep looking and looking. And so they were, they were currently renting and the timeline was ticking to when they needed to be out. So we started looking at, you know, just regular neighborhood houses and mm-hmm. then this acreage popped up. Mm. Like, I think it was like a week before they had to be yeah. out of their house or it something like that. Timing. And they were like, let's go look at it. Loved it. Ended up being able to to get them their their dream house perfect yes so things like that just those celebrations that we get to have with people and and then in the crazy market when the timing would align Mm -hmm. and it would just be almost too good to be true (laughs) situations where it's like okay that worked out too perfectly um and just to see the clients be thrilled 
with their home and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that they got something that they were excited about right in this market especially mm-hmm. yes um but yeah it's it's and also misha and i we do a lot to offer we we try to offer our clients more we say that a lot because we do the donation obviously but we also um when we represent sellers we we do free staging mm-hmm. and we both have some backgrounds in interior design oh, nice. and so we try to do um a really, really good job, and we do believe that that helps oh, the yeah, sale it price it of does. your pictures uh-huh. of the home, yeah. getting people in the door. To look so at we it. do that, and then we also offer a free two-hour staging. Oh. Or sorry, not staging. Um, organizing session. Oh my gosh! So Misha's like <laughs> an organizing whiz. <laughs> oh, okay, good to know. So, it's like my happy place. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we try to offer more than. Um, Maybe than other realtors. We're not sure what other realtors offer exactly, but we just want to make sure we're offering everything that we can to help make, you know, the transaction and the yeah. the process smooth and and help people get the most that they can out of the sale of their house and all well, of that. Perfect. So. so if people want to get a hold of you, what's your website? Um, they can probably email us would be easiest. Okay. What's your email? Um, so mine's Misha, M-E-I-S-H-A, at giving realty.com and again we like to have those personal connections so that's why we say email like reach out and we can start a conversation and help you with next steps I mean we work with clients who have you know they're not going to buy for another year or something mm-hmm. but just starting that and helping them kind of map out what they need to do to sure get to that. Yep. so so it's never too early to contact you all so no, giving no. realty you can look You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.